Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, third day of March. And we want to thank you for letting us be a part of your weekend morning. Saturday morning, 6 until 10, and this morning, 6 until 10. And we will be back next weekend. Listen to this, you're not going to expect this out of me, but we will be here getting ready for the opening of the Atlanta United season. Huh? Home opener. Pretty good. You think I have that information right here? I'm not reading nothing, am I? Well, oh, I'm, just, I'm telling you, it's it coming up. Home opener. Yeah. Home you said, opener. You said opening of the season. They opened last week. No, I'm saying, but home opener, I mean. Home opener. Yeah. Yeah. They knew what I meant. And we'll have it for you here. But more importantly, we will have. And even if it snows, like it did, let's <laughs> close the roof and we go on and play. <laughs> that, that That is true. Jason Longshore will be with us next week uh, and in multiple capacities. So looking forward to talking to him about that. Uh, top of the hour, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning and a happy Sunday morning to you beautiful people in Mableton. All right now. Yeah. yeah. Out there by me. Out, out, there, out there by you, out there by not far from. When them folks come into town for maybe the best view of the city, like everybody out west. When yep. you come in I-20 and it's a clear day and you see downtown Atlanta in the in the ebbs and flows of the buildings and all of that, it's a beautiful picture. It was troubling last night, though. What do you mean? Nope. Troubling with the, uh, the the mishap out near Six Flags. Yes. Do we have conf- – we don't – whether or not they are I'm opening today. Yesterday I'm, I'm was the first everything, day. Everything. Every, yesterday was the first day of Six Flags when people who don't know there was an incident near the park, not yes. at the park. Um, and, um, you know, some person got shot. And so it's, it's – you know, something that you, you go to have fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun, and some people decide they want to purchase. Lots of people. That was just, the issue. Yeah, just, just turned it into something else. And I'm, I'm websites and what I'm seeing today, I believe the park is closed today. Um, but, hmm. it, but it's set to reopen tomorrow. Okay. If you're going to, if you place flags today, check before you go out there. Uh, but I do believe it is closed today. I'm seeing the same closed. Yep, that is closed today. After uh, what happened last night, so. and that's drama. Six Flags did not need. Yeah, nope. You know, you know uh, what, what? What place does? 
I mean, you're not wrong, but Six Flags got their own problems. Like they, 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 they two feet Six Flags, so they, they don't, they don't, they don't need the extra. Yeah, you know. That's a that's a statement I want to pursue. I'm not going to though. I I don't know about that, but you said it with such confidence, like. Oh, this is actually something I follow, believe it or not. I follow amusement parks. And yeah. um, they've been struggling for a while. They just changed hands, so now they're Cedar Point. And um, yeah, they don't they don't need the extra right now. Okay, all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, put their business out. This has all been printed and, and been yes, yeah, out this there, is, so this we're is, not. Yeah, this, I'm not yeah. making stuff up, you didn't no hear speculation. This waff- you didn't hear this, this is, at the Waffle House. No, this is this is Actual uh, info. I've been, I've been watching this for years, actually, believe it or not. Really? But yeah, Why? Um, what's your, yeah, what's really. your curiosity? I just, you know, I think theme parks are interesting. Um, like, if you know the stories behind, like, what it took to get Disney World, Disneyland up and, like, the grandiose ideas they had and then what you really got. Um, it's, it's very interesting <laughs> to see how these things are put together and how plans have to change and, and diverge and maybe got to descale a bit and... So uh, all all amusement parks deal with it. Yeah, but see, have you been following? That's Disneyland. Have you been following what's going on with Disney World? Uh-huh. Because that's where the drama is. Uh-huh. You have been. Okay, so we're not going to do that deep dive. No. Nah. Then uh-huh. let me ask you this. Have you seen that documentary, which you're probably going to give me a yes on, Sam, about life under Disney World? No, not that under. Whole, I haven't seen that one. That whole other city, mm-hmm. that whole other amusement park that's under Disney World? Yeah. Mm. You never seen that? Mm-mm. Where that's where the chain, you know, the guy, you got people that work at Disney World, they walk into a tree. Right. And then they go down to their locker room or yeah. wherever. Yeah, yeah like it is like under and out the way because they, they want the yeah. characters to stay in characters and they, they don't want us to see uh, any of that. So, yeah, there is yeah, a restaurants whole, and all kinds of yeah, stuff down there. Underground There's tunnels and HD, stuff. The, the, like I know the Home Depot's home office, which over there on top of the perimeter over off of 285, mm-hmm. um, they used to, I used to go over there and just, I won't say. I had a nice job over there doing what they used to call rapid PKs. Okay. And you went to HDTV, which was downstairs. They had a whole television station downstairs. And they had a whole nother level of activities going on below the main level of their of their corporate offices. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It yeah. really was. But that's not... No, no. You talk. You talk about Six Flags here, and and, and you when you talk about those other places, I think about what's around those places, what's in the proximity of those places, and mm-hmm. that kind of didn't happen with this place when they put this place together back in the '60s. Yeah, it's that, and, and that's there, true. And there's like nothing else. Yeah, that that's like the only thing. Like I think like a little feet up is like that new little entertainment little plaza, or whatever. I think you can go bowling and do some other things in there. But yeah, that's it's pretty much just. I mean, it was crazy. It's crazy that area. You have Six Flags. And not far away, you have an airport. Yeah, you got Charlie Brown. We Brown's have an out airport. There. Well, you had hotels on on Fulton Industrial back in the day. Those are all mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, all gone. You know, so I mean, that's that's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the if, area if around. If you're going to come there to to get people to come and do an additional day, if you want to come and stay for a couple of days, you you got to go out a little bit farther Thornton you Road. Go, then you go yeah. Thornton Road or out toward Douglasville for hotels, or come back into town, mm-hmm. which you got to drive back and forth because our governing fathers back in the seventies didn't see fit to extend our rail line mm-hmm. a few more blocks to get to one of the Yeah, you got to get the train and get off the train and get on the bus you know, and ride the bus to Six Flags. We didn't, and, yeah. we didn't think to do that. This was a question I got about Don't it. get me started on it. <laughs> Sam and Greg, <laughs> Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Um, the visitors that we had this week drove around and showed them the battery, showed them different areas of Atlanta, and the question was asked about public transportation yeah. coming to, you know, 
where the Braves play and just around the city. And, and so I gave them my view of it, but it, you know, it's not extended as far as it would like, as far out as it would like to be. And I said this, I said, it's not like the up North cities where they have public transportation, L's, subways and all that stuff going all over the place. And he said to me something I did not know. There is no public transportation in downtown Detroit to get to those, to Comerica Park, to get to Ford Field, to get, now you got buses. Yeah. But there is no railways. It I is, go, how is. could you have that, not have that in Detroit? And when you just said what you said about the, the founding fathers here in the 70s, the people who had the power in Detroit, and you know who I'm talking about, yeah. the auto industry, said, no, we're not putting no. They had that much power. They kept the rail system out of downtown Detroit because they wanted everybody driving cars. And it was successful. Yeah. Makes so, 100% sense to me. But now when you look at downtown mm-hmm. Detroit and you think about the issues that they've had – and how people could have been bringing money and job opportunities into yeah, the city yeah. because they've had no rail going mm-hmm. in there. They are what they are right now. Yep. But I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't notice Ford, Ford, GM, Chrysler, whoever else. The other I noticed big that when were, I've been to Detroit. You're right. There is no rail. There's no rail downtown. Going to going I to never and they it. purposely built those stadiums so it's walking distance. Oh yeah, they're all connected. Right. All there. connected. Right. It's downtown. beautiful. The beautiful new stadiums. You know, recent recent stadiums. But yeah, so. that's how powerful the, the automobile industry was. Yeah. And this was like back in the fifties when it really when Detroit was popping, like top ten city. Everybody oh, yeah. wanted to be oh, up yeah. there and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So anyway, Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Uh, let's just say, Braves are playing today. Braves are I was playing. Just say, let's take Braves, a second talk about these guys. Braves are playing the Phillies today. Think we will see Bryce Harper? I don't know. I mean, that's just it. They, they've already played once in this during this preseason, and while the Braves didn't have many of their starters in, Phillies did play a good many of theirs. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this you know, like I say, it's a game that don't count, that doesn't count, and that's where you're going to open your season, your regular season. You're going to start with those guys. So um, yeah, every time it's them, you're going to raise an eyebrow just because of who it is. But you know, today is an exhibition game. Braves won yesterday, six two. Over Toronto, we got and, any uh, we got any updates on Chris Sale? We got has he been out there yet? He's been out there. He's pitched. He's pitched this. Uh, he's had his, his first outing. I don't know when his next outing will be, but um, you know that, that's that's the one I'm looking at, and and I think that's the one most people are looking at. You know what he has been, but when you talk about fourth and fifth starters on this team, you feel good about him being in the rotation. But what is he? Where is he going to land? Okay, you, if you if you're gonna start with Spencer Strider and you go to Max Free, does he move up above Charlie Morton? Does he stay the number four starter? Does he end up being the fifth starter? I mean, there's a lot of unknowns because this guy is coming back from just a number of things, little things, you know. But he's not that White Sox Chris Sale well, no. from back in the day, and so I, that's the that's the guy I'm looking for, uh, and I, I want to hear the news coming out of spring training and watch him early on in the season. But the story around here is, you know, Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. And as we sit back and it's just kind of like, since we have to do this, speculate on what could be or hopefully what won't be, let's just take it this way. Do you want to see him in game one? You would, you would like to. You would like to. But, but if he's not there and he's not where he needs to be, and the team that have to, you, you don't have to play him in game one. You want him, you know, as the season progresses, and obviously you want him for the, the best part of the season, the back half going into the postseason. Um, but you would like to have him if he's available. And, you know, that's the way he's wired. I don't know if having this 
kind of gets – you, you don't want stuff to get into his head. You want him to be himself. Right. That's how he is. But do you want him to say, hey, man, this is happening again. Maybe you need to do some tweaks and some modifications of the way of, 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 the, of the way you play or at least, or at least have that think about it. Not something where you go out and you're looking at, you know, you dial yourself back, but just the way he's always played. And that's the thing that makes him Ronald Acuna Jr., and that's the thing that makes everybody wants to buy his jersey, everybody wants to watch him on TV, go see him, because here's this guy that's going to play all out and going to do this amazing thing, right. you know, that, that, that you buy your ticket or you tune in to see. You don't want to take that away, but at the same time, you want to maybe get a little, little smarter. Just get a little, little, little. I, I mean, have, and, that's and, where and I that's, was going. And, that, and that's, that, that's, that's, that, that's, that's wisdom. That, that, that's, that's, you know, and that's, that's an old saying if only youth had wisdom. Exactly. It can't happen. It has to be acquired. That's right. You know what and I mean? That's why you I was, can't buy it. It doesn't come in a can. It's not on the shelf at a store or anything like that. Amazon won't bring it to your house. Nope. You know, uh, a wisdom has to be acquired. And that's the thing that I was going to hang my head on as a plus as you as you talk about this. Yeah. And we, we've, we've said the same thing about Trey going into the season. Cunha's 26 years old. He is – listen, he, he got everything he wanted after the injury other than the ring. Because he was there for the, for the ring, the last one, but he wasn't himself, yeah. right? So he didn't get a chance to play. So once he got healthy, even though he came back the season before and he just wasn't Ronald Acuna, he showed you what he could do last year and got everything he needed other than that chip. Going into the season, everything that you just said, with maturity, wisdom, and knowing that he has done and been a part of a championship team. Mm-hmm. And shown that he can be the best player in the game. Now, let me work on the longevity of my career. And so if I don't need to be in there for the first week, or whatever it is, depending on what this situation is, much like we talk about with the NFL, give some of these guys, or excuse me, the college players, you know, when you got a big league, get some of these guys in who don't get a chance to play a lot. And let's see what they can do. As, as often as you can get guys other than the starting nine in there to play, I think that's a plus. And as far as Marcelo Zuna, just get him as many bats as he can. I don't need to see him at even first yeah, base. Yeah, you know, yeah, just just yeah, let's just, DH him and, and let him up there and get some swings. There you go. There you go. Want him ready? All right, we ready to talk to D Led? Oh yeah! Oh, waiting to hear what he got to say about folks running around in short pants and t-shirts. D Orlando Ledbetter will be joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Still efforting. Fisher Ledbetter. Yeah. Want to let that go through there. He could, ain't no telling what he could be doing. He's a renaissance man. He could be grading, could be grading papers while he's looking at stuff at the combine. and you know, All not, at the same time? All at the same time. You think so? Keeping that bow tie crisp. Yes. Keeping it crisp. Yeah, yeah, he had that form up up at the, up in Indianapolis. I don't know if he's there or if he's back home or I, I'm, I'm I'm not sure. But he's been up there all week and been um, you know sending stories back and uh, posting a lot of things on his social media. Curious to get his thoughts on what he saw up there. Um, you know, and some of the people who didn't interviewed or didn't have interviews. Is he ready for us now? Are we bringing him in. We don't know where he is, if he's here or there, but he's... He hears his music. He's joining us now, and he's got his music. D. Orlando Ledbetter, welcome. Morning, D. Led. Good morning, Greg and Sam. Yeah, back in the A. Got back last night. Uh, but, yeah, back here and uh, ready to start getting ready for some of the other off-season stories. 
You have been doing this a number of years. Is there anything different this year about the way they present the combine as far as versus uh, previous years? Yeah, they were uh, let the media into all of the workouts for the first time, so that was good. Was able to uh, make for a long day. You interview the players in the morning, then you write, then you go over to Lucas Oil at night to see the workout. So uh, that was different this year for sure. Notice that a lot more local media went up to take a part of it. Also, a chance um, to to spend some time with our new Falcons head coach. Raheem Morris, thoughts about the you, you, your time you got a chance to spend with him this week? Yeah, Coach Raheem was uh, up there early, then he, he came on back. Uh, Terry and the scouts are staying up there through today. But, yeah, Coach uh, Morris was, uh, you know, uh, directing how they want to play and uh, didn't shy away from the quarterback issue. Uh believe there are different avenues for them to get that done. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, Coach Raheem was uh, – uh, happy to be at the podium, and he said, "Hey, if uh, we have better quarterback play in Atlanta, he probably wouldn't be here." Dude, wow! <laughs> yeah, I like that. Dear Orlando Ledbetter, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. I, I, I would imagine when you hear things like that, when you get a chance to talk to the coaching staff and head coach, it, it brings on many more questions. And my question, though, before you said what you just said, is when you do this, when you go up to the combine, what is your focus on? Is it checking out the best players up there, or is it checking out the players you think the Falcons, the team that you cover, should be focusing on? Yeah, it's a bunch of layers to it. You want to get the top players. Uh, that's definitely the top players at their position and needs. Then we always have 35 to 40 kids from Georgia up there. So, you know, their parents. I uh, want coverage for them, too. So we had a kid, uh, Kamani Vidal from Marietta High, uh, Troy's number one running back, uh, you know, Bish, Cole Bishop, who went from Stars Mill out to Utah. So we try to cover the locals, the big college guys. Georgia Tech hasn't had a lot of people up there of late. Georgia State had a linebacker up there. So, you know, we try to cover the Falcons, the national story, and the local stories when we're up there. And then we bring a lot of them back to disperse out during our pre-draft coverage uh, leading up to the draft in April. Great time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with D. Orlando Ledbetter. And he is social. You can always find him at D. Orlando AJC at D. Orlando AJC. You talk about that because um, you, you have the pro days coming up. Thoughts about some of the players who opted for pro days rather than uh, performing there. Guys like Brock Bowers. Yeah, we knew that he had the ankle surgery. Um, uh, did okay in his interviews with the media. wasn't really impressive as a uh, a media darling, but uh, you know people know what he did on the football field at the University of Georgia. Uh, so he's going to do his on the 13th at um, their pro day. Uh, so you know um, the issue with him is can he put on some more weight and keep his speed up? Uh, you know, that'll be, uh, you know, help him if he's going to go in the top half of the draft or the later half. Uh, but th- uh, that was one. And then uh, the quarterback not throwing, you know, it's kind of standing on business, resting on their film and so forth. Uh, uh, those were the other big players that, uh, you know, did not uh, perform on the football field. You think it gets to the point where the quarterbacks, I don't know if they're agents or representatives, kind of like if enough of them don't do that, Maybe they've communicated. You get the feel that that, that might be happening. No, nah, it, it goes in cycles. Uh, you know, 
it goes from, you know, like this year they won't compete, then next year, like Baker Mayfield and all them wanted to compete a few years back. So they went out there and threw, uh, you know, uh, and you could tell you the scouts want to see them side by side because then you get a pretty good uh, analysis. I mean, we kind of knew uh, Dwayne Haskins was going to have trouble after his combine workout because his ball hung up in the air too long. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, fortunately, you know, you know, bad things happen to him. But, but uh, you know, they want to see that side by side, you know, comparing uh, apples to apples and, and so forth. Uh, so when they don't get to see it, they just got to go to pro days. And, and, you know, they got, you know, it's not a bench thing for them. So they can, they can handle that part of the evaluation. D-Led, we speculated yesterday that uh, the return of Grady Jarrett on this team would be something that would, help uh, Coach Morris infinitely more than not having him there, not because of the play, but because of having that veteran voice in the locker room along with, with this team. Yeah, Grady's not a big vocal guy. He's a play guy. He's going he's gonna to speak on the field. So, uh, you know, guys like him and Jesse Bates, they let their, their play do the talking. They're not a rah-rah type of guy. Well, the, can I uh, ask you? Know, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead what you're saying. Oh yeah, go go. Yeah, that's not. I don't put too much in that 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 leadership thing. They they gonna lead with their play when they throwing the quarterback on his head and stuff. So <laughs> okay, point taken. So again, we speculated on it. Is there is there a, a vocal leader on this team? And and if not, do you think they need one? No, that's that. No, they need. They don't need leadership. We're not running for office here. We need guys <laughs> that don't blow out the quarterback. <laughs> we need John Abraham didn't speak much, but he put the quarterback on his butt. Yeah, he so did. yeah, I don't buy that whole uh, leadership rah rah stuff. We need guys that can go out there and cover people, slam people to the ground, take the ball away, you know, play football. Yep, yep. Spending time with Dio. That's when he makes better. it that basic, doesn't it? Yeah, he does. It but but you, really you, not that hard. You talked about Rock Bowers and his interview, and you sound like it was kind of flat or even. What what is a great interview? I mean, and how much time do you feel guys stand? We know they put a lot of time into preparing for what they do physically there, but how much time do you feel like some guys put into preparing for that? They may not know exactly what questions you may ask, so how do you say somebody did poorly in that, and and how much does that matter? Oh, oh it's easy, Sam. It, it, it doesn't really matter that much, but, you know, after being at some of these, you see the guys come in the room, strut in there, <laughs> Cam Newton was a delight. He, uh, and you know, he had some tough questions coming too. He knew about the laptop in Florida and everything, so he blew it up. Uh, Stafford was good, you know, so we can compare people. And it was kind of like Brock Bowers trying to hide that he didn't want to work out uh, uh, from us. He kind of dodged some questions, so he was less than truthful. So you know, then, then that that media trust doesn't get a chance to build up. And some schools do a better job of preparing their players. Uh, you know, and I think Kirby Smart does his players a disservice by not letting them speak as freshmen because that's a whole extra year where they could have been practicing and so forth. So, um, you know, uh, uh, it doesn't. it's not going to hurt their draft position as long as they're uh, interviewing with the players. But, you know, us as media people, we, you know, we like a good story and we like for you to be truthful and straightforward. Uh, and so we didn't feel that that was the case with him. Uh, Caleb Williams was uh, delightful, but he was, you know, less than truthful on uh, uh, his medical evaluations and so forth. So, you know, you just kind of file that off to the side and see if it uh, comes up later on down the road. Less than truthful. You 
You've been watching some. Yeah, yes, that was you, nice. You've been watching some proceedings that have been on TV around here this week. <laughs> that's what it. Well, but, but then again, of course, you being the legal person that that, that he you. is, yeah, that's another hat that he, he wears. So that's that tell he's telling on himself. You've been watching that more than you've been watching these folk running up and I've down. Been watching the field. it too. I wouldn't come up you've with that phrase. But that, no, that's, that's but that's what you keep hearing. In, 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 in that that in that type of thing, um, but but thoughts about some things that you usually get to do in Indianapolis. We always, Greg was saying, you know, what's there to do in Indianapolis? You've been there enough times for this, and and obviously doing the work and whatnot. There is some camaraderie among the the uh, you know those who cover the NFL on a, on a regular basis in this event. What is it that you look forward to most at this time? Because we're not going to cover a game, but but uh, what is it that you look forward to and make a point to do? Uh, you know, certainly when you're up there working, you want to network and get uh, caught up with your people that you cover offline. So we do that uh, with uh, Terry and uh, ran to him a couple times away from the podium. And, uh, you know, uh, Raheem got out of town. Uh, you know, we have our NABJ dinner with, we, you know, try to get the young folks to network with each other. We have the NFL bros meeting, <laughs> which is, you know, the scouts and GMs and, all uh, the bros from around the league get to catch up with my guy Ozzy Newsome every year. Yeah, yeah. Um, ran into Thomas Dimitrov and Rod Gray. So you're doing some power, high level networking up there. Um, you know, uh, hanging out with my Dallas people on the Jerry Jones bus. Uh, you know, the Falcons and the the Cowboys haven't had a lot of overlap in the last few years, but it's good to you know make sure that if you know your team is doing business with another team, that you have people to to contact and. and uh, uh, stay abreast of you know everything going around the league, and, and we also met the new NFLPA rep, uh, president uh, Vern, and he came to our NABJ dinner to meet everybody, uh, and uh, to, got to discuss some of the things the union will be uh, trying to implement in their next collective bargaining agreement. So yeah, a lot of work, a lot of networking, power networking, but uh, uh, um, you know the other thing was Peter King retired um, to start oh, okay. the thing off. That was. Uh, you know, I go back to, to uh, you know, 40 years with Peter. Uh, when we, uh, you know, he had just left Cincinnati. I'd just come in there, and uh, he was going to Newsday before he even got to Sports Illustrated. So we, he has uh, been a pleasure, uh, you know, knowing him over the years. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that, that's big. It's a big news to come out of I just I just wonder, and, and this is not a conversation for this segment, but what you, D-Led, and people like you, Think about the decline of journalism and when it comes to sports because everything's about getting content these days. We see what's going on with the journalists at like ESPN and Fox. They kind of push them aside for shows. The Sports Illustrated. Yeah, things like that. And I just, I just wonder, you know, the, how yeah, you feel about okay. Yeah, we, we're moving towards a, a digital era here, uh, you know, and, and you know, we, we've seen it coming. Over time, but the standards don't have to change. You know, telling the story and getting the facts right doesn't have to change. Mm -hmm. It's just that what type of form you're going to be getting your information and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, probably ain't going to be going in the driveway to pick that paper up uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the future here. But uh, I got to do it today, and every day I get to do that is uh, special for me. But uh, the kids are, are not interested in that. <laughs> They want to know what's on their phone yeah. and uh, what's uh, what's uh, coming across, what's real, what's not. That's going to be the key is to be able to decipher what's uh, real and accurate and 
uh, who's uh, telling the truth and, and so forth. That's going to be the problem, especially with AI and some of the other、mm-hmm. things we got coming down the pike. And you get to go into a classroom and teach these folks. That's, That's right. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're trying to make sure they know the difference and know how to tell good stories and check the facts and everything. Yeah, fantastic, man. man you, really? you, you do it all.、Um, I'll be talking to d l e t soon. Yeah. I mean, not here. I got to talk to him about some other stuff here. But, okay. You know, we got to、right. let the dust settle from this combine thing here and have him ready. But we can't thank him enough, as always, for coming on here. Absolutely. And, and, and just being a part of the show, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and stay dry, D Led. All right. Thank you so much. You guys take care. All right. D Orlando Led Better.、Uh, back home, was up in Indianapolis.、Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I forgot to ask him does he go to the draft? Oh. And is there a ne- really a need for him for the draft? Because it's like, You know, but I just wondered if he, if he, maybe a couple years ago when it was in Vegas, but it's、yeah. in Detroit this year. We, we, we bring him back on and invite him because right、oh. now he's getting ready to do the pro day circuit. Okay. He's going to visit all the campuses within the region, you know, for pro day. So, all right.、Uh, John Frickie, top of the hour. He is coming up, but Sam and I got to get you ready for a day of sports action. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Come on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Happy 58th birthday to Tone Loke. Oh, nice. 58 years old. Whoa. With some funky comadina. Mm-hmm. Anyway,、uh, I got to sit back down here and、uh, get myself situated. I have been hearing from、um, some people who heard us replay They Got Next. And. Said they're going to reach out to us and, and they know this person. Or they, they got so and so's on my daughter's team. And by the way, we, we do have boys that participate. In、oh, fact,、yeah. we, Randy McMichael's son, Samson, who participated, it just seems like of the five we've had, four have been girls. So yeah, we, 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 we accept boys. You know? <laughs> <laughs>、uh, yeah. We accept boys. The girls are leading the pack here right now, but we accept some boys here. So again, if you would like to、um, let us know about and I called. Again,、uh, contestant. It is、uh, your participant, the young folks that we have on the show. But、uh, 13 years and under, let us know about somebody who wants to put together a 60 second、uh, to 90 second sports report. And we will give you the floor, so to speak, on our show. There we go. Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com, A U D A C Y.、Uh, Sam.CrenshawOdyssey, A U D A C Y. Um, com. And、uh, parents, let us know. Give us your contact information, a little bit of information about your kid, and we will go from there. Or student, whoever it is. So there you go. Braves, get at it at 105 today against Philadelphia. Yep. We're going to be able to watch that game. I'm looking at it, I ain't too sure. Well, we're going to be able to? Nah. Well, doggone it. You got a Sunday night game? Is that? A Sunday night not game? Not time、somewhere? for that yet. No, I don't care. You can put it on. They can do what they want to do. Not time for that yet. Why not? <laughs> it's not, mean, ta- it's not, not time. They got a basketball game on? We got, they, we got, they got a European F1 you know, race someplace? We got basketball on. We got, we got NASCAR on. We got basketball today. Obviously, we're going to see, that up we're gonna see the、much. record being broken today. 
Uh, Caitlin Clark and I were going to take on Ohio State one o'clock today. She's eighteen points shy of. You should stop uh, at eighteen. Uh, Pils- no, she shouldn't. I think no, she should. It would be. It would, it would why, something she, why should she do that? Why? I don't say she should. Yeah. I'm just saying it would be incredible if she did did yeah. as a way. Okay, I'm trying to tell you, you're going to stomp on me. Go I'm ahead, just saying, is if she, as an individual, decided, you know what, I just want to go into – I'm going to go into history either way, but I want to go in with what I believe is the greatest college basketball player of all time, a guy who did it in a year less than I did without a three-point line. So instead of taking this record and people saying, well, she did it with a three-point line and she did it in four years, and he, so I'm just going to stay with him at a tie, and they will talk about the both of us. From now on, or until somebody gets close. Well, you to know, his dad. dad was the coach. Well, I got nothing to do. I'm talking about the record. Yeah, it does. Why? If his dad's the coach. You, okay. You, 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 what what you difference can, does that make to what, what I'm fire, saying? You can shoot a million times you want to your dad at the coach. I'm asking Press you. Press Maravich was the coach at LSU. He didn't have a three point line. But He but, didn't have a three point line. Missed, he did it in three years. You're missing something very important because. People always said, who can hold Michael Jordan under 30 points? Dean Smith, Dean I Smith. get it. Yeah. Okay. His da- Pete Maravich's daddy was the coach. I got it. I got. I mean, okay. I get what you're alluding right. to. And, but I'm not taking away from his greatness, but I'm just yeah. saying that's the, that's what was happening. And back that time, LSU wasn't trying to be the top of the SEC. It was Kentucky and the Seven Dwarfs. Right. You knew what was happening. You could give them the trophy in, in, <laughs> in December. You knew Kentucky was going to win the SEC right. back then. So he just went out and scored his points. Well, he didn't get stopped. Let's put it that way. Well, no. So he obviously had a bill. But the, that's what he I'm saying. You asked co- me why. He, he wasn't being coached by Dean Smith. <laughs> he, that's right. He was not. He was he would have backed that thing out in full quarter, and the battle score would have been 32 to 30, <laughs> 31. But anyway, it's, it's a different. Congr- but I mean, congratulations you know, to Caitlin. You know, I'm just saying that keeps him in the conversation. Well, he'll always be he, in the conversation because uh, of the way he did. No, nah, he won't. We won't forget Pistol Pete. We won't. Old folks won't. We won't. Young folks may not. No, they won't. We will be, we, you know, and all you got to do, and all you got to do is see some video of that dude, and the stuff that, the stuff that imagine the amazing we stuff you can do. We talk about athletes. These, you know, these young folks don't know who they are. Yep. I'm not saying they're wrong for not, well, but and, they just and, don't. But, but you know what we always do? What you always say? Google them. Well, that's true. YouTube them. But we have to. You know, we, we have do to tell that. them. Drive okay, them well, that, tell them that. Tell them that. They yeah. don't know. But what about when we off the air? We just talk about when only youth had wisdom. They are, we, we trying to give them. wisdom. No, that's a good line. Say that one again. What if only youth had wisdom? Okay, that's a good one. Okay, well, we we trying to we trying to help him out with that. Speaking of Braves and baseball, um, you know, um, um, Cool Ray Field up in Gwinnett. You know, if you go into Mall of Georgia, you can turn left to go to Mall of Georgia. When you come out that exit, you turn right. You see a big old Top Golf before you get to the before you get to. I'm uh, ready to go up there. Before you got Top Golf there, yeah, Top Golf right there by Cool Ray. And okay. so um, yesterday they 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 did were able to play both games of the HBCU Classic, uh, Florida and them against. Um, Against Grambling, it was Florida and them winning the first game, uh, two to one, and Grambling winning the second game. Uh, Florida and no, Florida and them winning the first game, two one. Grambling wins the second game, three two, and that was uh, the the games. That now there is baseball there today. This is the weekend of clean old fashioned hate. The baseball version, Georgia and Georgia Tech played it at Tech Friday, halted by rain in the fifth inning. They played in at Georgia yesterday over in Athens. Uh, which Georgia won three to one, and they play today at three o'clock at Cool Ray in Gwinnett. And hopefully, all this fog will be blown out of here, and it's going to be nice and warm today. Well, it's, uh, it's nine yeah, o'clock now, so it's pretty much gone. You know, and well, we can see the buildings. So, um, so we get so we get a little sun that'll come out today, and it'll be raining, and it'll be nice, and 
You get to go out and watch uh, some college baseball out at Cool Ray Field, Georgia and Georgia Tech playing today at 3 p.m. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, what's wrong? No, I'm, I'm looking at all these notes here and things that I have to do. And before we get on out of here and turn things over to Fricky, I'm trying to re- decide on what I'm going to remind you guys about. We already talked about the Hawks. Get it handed to them in Brooklyn. Uh, but stay up there in New York for the Knicks. We will have that game for you tomorrow, excuse me, Tuesday night. I uh, can't get in front of a TV. Pre-game 7 o'clock. Tip at 7.30. We got that for you right here. And then Wednesday night, Hawks at, or excuse me, Hawks playing Cleveland here. And it will be 92.9 the game night out at State Farm Arena. All of us will be there. Yes. I would imagine Rick Caffey might even show up. Absolutely. You know, Rick might even be on out there. Anyway, we are going to be looking forward to meeting as many of you as we possibly can. Come on out. And here's what you want to keep an eye on. Sam, at some point, hopefully getting a hold of that gun. That gun. No, that, what you call it, T-shirt gun. T-shirt cannon. The what? T-shirt cannon. Oh. You tend to <laughs> be... Don't be saying to me I'm going to be a brother downtown Atlanta with a gun. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I didn't say all that thanks, sentence. Thanks, Dave. So, <laughs> black man downtown Atlanta with a gun. Are you going to be there? Wow, you are really <laughs> winding this up. I just said you're going to have – and I didn't even finish the statement. Look at all Noel. of a sudden it got, got you down there. And in a related story, today was the day John Dillinger broke out of jail. You think I'm kidding. That happened on this day with a, with a, with a wooden pistol. Wow. So, Yeah. <laughs> Big, That's creativity. Yeah, That's yeah. creativity. Well, you teed it up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you ever heard of Belva Ann Bennett Lockwood? Belva Ann Bennett Lockwood. Where were they? No, this is a this is a person. This is a this is a woman. Yeah. Never heard of her? No, but they had to be somewhere. Where were they? Well, she she was somewhere. Yeah. She was in front of the Supreme Court as the first woman arguing a case. Whoa. That was the name of the first woman to argue a case in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. Okay. And she did it on this day. On this day. Yeah, got four names, so you know she, she's important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now. You don't want to mess with her. <laughs> I, ha- I, I wanted your full attention when I read this because this is what Congress did. This is what our Congress did some years ago. I don't have an answer to it. I'm just going to read this. They approved $30,000 for something. Are you ready for this? Okay. They approved $30,000. Our U.S. Congress to test camels. For military use. Now, on the surface, that sounds like I made this up, and it sounds stupid. Until you think about what the Army did during World War II with dolphins. And so, you know, we can be very creative in this country. You can say we only use 3 to 5% of our brain, but some of us use up to 10% in the things that we come up with. Yeah. But I don't know how far would, this would have been used in, in northern Africa. Exactly. Like, right, right. Because this was, this was in the mid-1800s, but they allocated thirty grand to test these cats. Now, here's my question. Did they go pull them out of some zoos? Or did, or, and actually, they weren't in zoos. So they, they no, got they this didn't. money in northern Africa and corralled a bunch of camels? Well, you you hire someone. I guess you hire someone who's good at herding camels. So what, like that would be kind of difficult. That would. <laughs> I would think that would be. I would. I would think that would be extremely difficult. Yeah. Because because they tend to be pretty ornery. So they got Sergeant Bonham. Who's that? PT. Is that who they got? <laughs> you got Sergeant Bonham to corral a bunch of animals. I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't but know that's, how, that don't happened. Know how, they, how, they, how they pull that off? That happened this day, and I'm going to say this slowly because it was actually noted here. Today was the day of the U.S.'s first Jewish governor. Okay. The first Jewish governor happened on this day back in the early 1800s. Where was he the governor of? Georgia. 
Really? The first Jewish governor in America okay. was the governor of Jeffers. His name was Dan David Emanuel. David Emanuel became governor of Georgia in 1801. First Jewish governor. In so again, 1801. insignificant information we threw out here on the Sam and Greg show, and you say, ah, but I guarantee you at some point next week, that's going to come flying out of your mouth and go, man, I heard this. Boom, because I hear it all the time from people. Noel, before we get on out of here and turn things over to John Fricky, anything you would like to pass on uh, to the folks? Some little nugget of you getting ready with you? I mean, you, you, gave, sure. your, you gave your thoughts on Caitlin Clark make sure. earlier. What, what do you, what, what, but what go do ahead, you make sure. Well, I was just going to say, make sure whatever you do on this Sunday, make sure you enjoy it and set yourself up for a positive week next week. Tomorrow's Monday. All right, now. She's the woman like an artichoke. She just one like one classic layer after another. You peel it back and you get another new nugget. That's great. She's been doing it all day. Yeah, and you never know what you're gonna get from Noel, but it's it's it just makes you smile. Uh, Mr. Crenshaw. Yes. You got a good week coming up. I uh, hope so. Hope so. You know. No, I mean, yeah, anything exciting coming don't up? Just got just well, a lot of things are, are are happening this week. It's tournament time. I'm not gonna go. But Georgia, Georgia State's men and women will be playing in the Sun Belt Conference tournament down in Pensacola. Um, we do have. Um, well, the SIAC tournament. We're gonna. I mentioned earlier. We're gonna have Clark Atlanta playing on Thursday. Morehouse playing on Friday. That's down in Savannah. You're gonna go there. Um, and of course, the state high school championships are going on down in Macon. And I have coming up um, the, the Georgia Athletic Directors uh, Conference, which is going to be in Athens this year. And they have a subject that hopefully we get a chance to talk about. That I'm looking forward to hearing them talk about competitive. Hang on a second. Let me make sure I get it right because it's it's. Um, it's something that could really reshape some things. Wow, you got me hanging. Competitive. Wait a minute. I know. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm on the um, edge along with everybody and else. They, and they're going to discuss it over there. Competitive balance. Okay. In? In high school athletics. Okay. And it has to do with whoever. the, the If you win so much, we're going to put you in a barrel with the folks that win all the time. But in that particular sport. Now, if you had another sport at your school and you're not that, you'd be – you know, in another category. So, I mean, that's... Kind of like Duke basketball for years and then versus Duke football. I, I, guess, I guess, but they're all in the same conference. Right. Right. This would be something where I think you'd be classified by your sport and how well you do in that sport. Will other people do well in that sport? Hmm. Which means you wouldn't face the same opponents in other sports if you weren't, were not. So, I take it back. It's more like Notre Dame in the ACC where they're basketball, but they're independent for football. Kind of like that, more like that? Yeah, I, I guess. But the, to me, it seemed like it was a lot of work. But we'll see. I understand, I understand they do something similar in Alabama, but they're considering. They're just trying to get a more more balance, try to balance out competition, you know, throughout sports. Not just for football, basketball, but going all the way down through all of them. You know, track, gotcha. softball, lacrosse, you know. And, and that's hard to do because some schools that may be really, really good at something else, may not have the players to be good at something else or, or just may not be inclined in that sport. So how do you how, how do you even that out? We don't know. Well, take some notes at this class and bring them back to us. Uh, I'll bring them back and, <laughs> and we'll get some people on there. We get, you know, get yeah, some Yeah, yeah, line up some interviews and take some it. notes and we'll see. Competitive we'll see. balance. Every time you turn around, man, see they got a kid with a microphone. People are just snatching my stuff. <laughs> 
They got next. It's Sam and Greg. You guys want to reach out to us, Sam, uh, dot, uh, sam.crenshaw at odyssey.com, greg.clarkson at odyssey.com. Let us know about your 13-year-old or under that wants to come on our show and do a one-minute, minute-and-a-half sports report. We also look forward to seeing you on Wednesday night out at State Farm Arena. It's 96, 96, 92.9, the game night out there. Hawks are taking on Cleveland. Mr. Crenshaw and I are going to be out there along with everybody else here at the station. So please come up, say hello, and have yourself a wonderful time out there. To get, and hopefully, keep your fingers crossed for a win, too. Have yourself a wonderful rest of your day, Mr. Crenshaw. I will talk to you on Wednesday. All right. Noelle, we'll see you on Wednesday, too. She'll be out there for the rest of you. John Fricky's up next. Thank you for letting us be a part of your weekend mornings. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.